what's up? Welcome to the Red Tape Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Demarius Nelson. This is brought to you by For The One Media, where we are moving progressively forward in a conservative way. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, we're going to talk a little bit about something, about our complaints, about things that we think are not going to go our way. I just want to give you hope. As usual, I want to give you something to think about, something to chew on, like a good old granola bar. You know, I take a while sometimes to chew it up, especially when you miss and teach like, ah. But I'm going to give you something to chew on. Hey, y'all stay tuned. This is the Red Tape Podcast. think this is the round two of 2020 vision and I'm going to give it to you just like Habakkuk vision in Habakkuk one uh, chapter one he was just complaining asking God how long must I call for help but you do not listen or cry out to you violence but you do not save why do you make me look at injustice why do you tolerate wrongdoing destruction and violence are before me there is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never prevails. The wicked him in the righteous so that justice is perverted. The Lord answers them. Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. For I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if you were told. I am raising up the Babylonians, their ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings, not their own. They are feared and dreaded people. They are a law to themselves and promote their own honor. Their horses are swifter than leopards, fiercer than wolves at dusk. The cavalry gallops headlong. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like an eagle swooping to devour. They are all come intent on violence. Their hordes advance like a desert wind and gather prisoners like sand. They mock kings and scoff at rulers. They laugh at all fortified cities by building earthen ramps. They capture them. Then they sweep past them like the wind and go on. Guilty people whose own strength is their God. Oh boy, that's a good one. So we see this complaint from Habuka. Habuka. <laughs> Boy, that's the name. That's why I think people don't even read the Old Testament because you got to start pronouncing all them names and them pastors in the pool pit be like, oh, man, we're not even going to get on that one because <laughs> uh, if I can't say that name, you no point of reading. And if you are going to read, you do the old trick where, hey, somebody in the congregation, we're going to read chapter one and we're going to split it up. Raise your hand if you're willing to read. If somebody finally raise their hand, all right, we're going to read this chapter, you read that chapter, and you know, so on and so forth. So, as you're reading it, then they go on and say, well, you know, that name, and you like you mumble it, you know, at the pastor up there. You know how I go, those good tricks. <laughs> but anyway, why am I here? Talked about vision again. Why are we here, right? We see the complaint from Habakkuk. Habakkuk, right? Yes, that's right. I've said it a thousand times. I've forgotten it right every time until I cut the mic on, and I'm struggling to say it, right? Anyway, let's keep on track here. So we've seen his complaints, talking about the violence, the crying out and not saving and his injustice and you having them look at it and the tolerant, 
you know, the tolerance of the wrongdoing and the destruction and violence, destruction and violence, the strife, the conflict, the bound and law of paralyzed justice never prevailed. You know, those things he's crying out, the wicked, him, the righteous, and justice looks perverted. It looks like never, never, ever justice will ever, ever be served. But then God says something old swift to him, you know what I'm saying? Like a true player, he says, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. Even if I told you, you would not believe it. You know what I'm saying? Something to think about. You know, we say that all the time to people. Like, if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. He's like, all right, go tell me, tell me. I'm going to believe it. Ah, oh, man, you, I knew it. You know what I'm saying? So God reminds me of what we should be doing, right? We can't be concerned with what people think about. We just do the work and let them be amazed by his work in us. I think that's the first thing we must do. And we understand there's going to be ruthless people. We know it's going to be people that are, who come through and, and the whole earth looking to sweets, uh, to seize things. <laughs> what, what's going on with me, man? Seize things that aren't theirs. They're looking to, to put fear in and in, in, inside of you. And, and, and they, the law only matters to them. They, they are the law. You know, they don't understand or respect or honor God. And they come in to take things and fiercest wolves, all those things that they said that I've already written, read about and it's already been written. But I just want to consider this one thing. And then he says, then they swept past like the wind and go on guilty people whose own strength is their God. Let's not be concerned. If we look at the vision this year, and I understand there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things that we don't understand. And people that are trying to live righteous lives, trying to follow Christ, just trying to do good, even if you do not follow Christ, want to live a life separate from the world. But, you, don't, you know, you don't necessarily serve Christ. You know, hopefully you will, because I think that's a good thing. But, you know, you don't want to be mixed up in the mischief. You don't want to be confused with the violence. You know, you like order. And there's nothing wrong because, you know, God is, is about all. God is order. So naturally, people want to have that. You know, they don't like the chaos and the conflict and all those things that exist. Like right now, we have a lot of conflict. A lot of people look at our president. They're like, oh, no, I don't. I can't support this, man. I can't be behind him because it seems like all he does is cause discord, this or that. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, but we have to look at the, the things that are deeper that he may be fighting, even if he is corrupt himself. You know, even if he is just a sinner like you or me, you know, we, we want our leaders to be more authorities. Right. But then I'm saying, look at yourself. Look at the way you should lead and talk to God about what you see. Not just what you hope this man sees and hope he can fix it. Because there is no fix when you and your God is your own strength, right? And for a while, it's going to look good. It's going to look like you're on top. And for a while, it's going to look like there's no end in sight and that there's nothing but trouble on the horizon. But God says strictly and to you and let you know, honestly, that look at the nations watching be utterly amazed by the things that you see. I think that is amazing to consider when you say he lets you know Look, he says, look. So that's something that's important to me when it comes to vision. We must look, right? And in it, we must be amazed. But let's make sure that we believe what we see sometimes, right? And then sometimes, and I think that's the thing about people when we don't give them a second chance. We don't have the vision. We don't have the, the mindset to, to be unbiased in our views if thing, as things change in life. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? There are going to be people that come in and take everything that you have, but it's okay. There's going to be people that come in and it's going to be freed, going to be freed even when, you, even when they know they're guilty and they go brag about it. You know, you hear people about stories about that in jail all the time where your prisoners brag about setting someone else up, setting someone else up. And they're like, man, we got away. We were able to make it happen. So we have to make sure that we do our part to make sure that that doesn't 
occur, right? And how do we do that? By crying out to God and reminding and letting him remind us of what he will do. He, he says, I am raising up the Babylonians, that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings, not their own. He is. He will do the work. He understands lawlessness. He hates it. We should hate it too. But when we're dealing with these things, when we're dealing with these situations, let's make sure that we do our part by first calling it out. I think that's a great thing. When you have vision, you're able to see things right in front of you, right? Sometimes vision don't have to be cast so far down the road. Sometimes you have to take what you see in front of you and pray either for it or against it, Don't depending on what the situation is, you know? Even like my leadership at work, I don't agree with everything that they do. I think that, you know, things can be done better. But my sister asked me a simple, you know, a profound question. Do you pray for them? I'm like, no, I pray that we can get rid of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I pray that we can move on from them. But it's like, what if your job was sent there to simply pray for the people around you? I'm like, I do. But maybe what if your job is there to pray for everyone, everyone involved in what you're trying to do? I'm like, that's a good thing because I don't. You know, like I said, I pray for them to be removed and then other people to be put in a position to do the work. But then they go on to somewhere else to do the same raggedy work. They do the same raggedy type of leadership instead of just praying for them here and let's get through it together. You know, that may be the better prayer. I'm sure that is right, because the end result is to make everyone better. That is the goal of the community that we are building together. That is the goal of the thinking sheep. That is the goal of the Red Tape Podcast. That is Demiris Nelson's goal but to help to do God's will, to move it forward, because we don't know what these people may be going through. We don't know what their task will be. And I'm sure if they're in the position, they suited for it. And if they're not suited for it, then they will be removed. If they don't believe in it and they want to do it in selfish ways, they will be handled in due time. And they may be handled after the operation is over with, but nevertheless, hopefully they'll learn because what we're going to do is be proponents and, and keepers of the truth and try to do the thing that is right. Now, now, do we always do the thing that is right? No, I don't. I know you don't. But we want to continue to do that. And we want to hold the people's feet to the fire that don't. Because I know I hold myself. When I do things wrong, I do hold my own feet to the fire and I do know my, my shortcomings. I know where I struggle. And I work on those things to try to strengthen them, right? But I have to make sure I remember that. I don't want to become a God. I don't want my strength to become a God to me where I'm only focused on that. And I'm only can do. And I think that's a side note why it's on my mind. I think that's the reason why a lot of men go through midlife crisis because for so long their strength has been in God. You have athletes that fall apart and end up killing themselves or things like that. Or even just men, they go into that transition and they're dealing with the midlife crisis of my muscles and those things that got me through physically at first. Now I become impotent in, you know? And those things like that make you think about life in a different way. Because that may have been the God to you. And now you're not no longer that way. And now you have to do the thing that you hated, maybe reading, whatever it is. Making that switch sometimes can be unbearable, can be unthinkable. And then trying to do the unthinkable that you didn't prepare yourself for. Now you're ready to take yourself out because you don't feel like you can do the thing that you see the younger people do. So that's why it's important to prepare yourself beyond your own strength. Now make that your God. And don't even make knowledge sometimes your God. Because in our own knowledge and seeking our own understandings, we forget God is the one that give it to us all. I can be guilty of that in my search and my quest to to in my quest to be to be great and my quest to do greater things in life. You know, you can miss the mark. And those are things in vision that you cannot miss. In vision, you have to have and be in tune with what He wants you to do in His will. 
When you have vision, you have to be in tune to not operate in your own physical uh, abilities or be hindered by the limitations. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are limited in our, in, in, in allow our limitations hinder us from growing. And some of us are, feel like we're so unlimited and we're so limitless that we can do everything in our own strength. And now that becomes the God, the very thing that you use or the very thing that you're gifted in can become the thing that you end up worshiping. So we got to be careful about those things. And in our vision, we got to check that so we don't become what Habakkuk was praying against, what he cried out about. You know, we have to make sure that we understand and see what's what. So that's all I want to really talk about today is as we continue on this vision train. And I feel like it was important. We can just talk about this because it matters, because there's a lot going on right now. And I think this is fitting for the times. There's a lot of injustice that people see, and some people believe it's no. It's not as much as it, it's not as bad as it should be. But if it's one, if it's bad for one, it's bad for all. You know what I'm saying? Is we tolerate wrongdoing that goes on. We see the destruction and the violence, and you think God is fall is falling on deaf ears, or He just do not exist anymore. Well, He clearly answers and says, "Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed." So He is gonna do the work. He does have a plan, and He will raise them up and move them on. They'll be gone. So we got to be willing to work and just continue to move forward in your vision. Continue to follow his vision and his will for your life because that is the only vision that will take you beyond your own life. And that's what I want. I want to be able to go beyond my own life so my family can know beyond me that, hey, God is still blessing us. So that's what matters most. So anyway, this is Red Tape Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Amiris Nelson. This is brought to you by 41 Media, where we're moving progressively forward in the conservative way. Yeah, have a good one. Peace.